This podcast may contain explicit language. Hello and welcome to the Comic Cave. I'm Ramsey and with me as always is... Megan. And what are we talking about today, Megan? We're talking about Vampire Academy, a graphic novel by Rochelle Mead, Lee Dragoon, Emma Viacelli. And Rochelle Mead was the original author of the book, right? And then it was adapted as a graphic novel um, by the, the other two. Indeed. Other two or other three? Um, adapted by Lee Dragoon and illustrated by Emma Viacelli. Okay, there we go. All right. So anyone who has ever been like, man, I love Vampire Academy. I wish there was a graphic novel. <laughs> um, have we got news for you? Um, Ramsamir, are you uh, telling us a secret about yourself that you <laughs> hadn't told us before? I, I am not. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I am not a secret Vampire Academy uh, nerd, fan, geek, whatever. Well, I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not, uh, in general, a vampire fan, but I was supposed to read a vampire book for a book club that I'm a part of, and I remember seeing trailers for Vampire Academy, the movie, and thinking it looked kind of silly, so we watched the movie, and I remember not hating it, uh, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll read the book, and that didn't happen, but instead we read the graphic novel. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, we decided to go ahead and talk about it for the podcast, because why not? I, I went along with it. That's, that's my story. <laughs> so I guess we should talk about what it's actually about, kind of describe it for anyone who's not familiar um, with the prestigious Vampire Academy. We should uh, put out a spoiler alert, first of all. Yeah, we have a lot less interest in not spoiling it, so we're going to go ahead and spoil it. So let's go ahead and talk about what it actually happens in Vampire Academy here. Um, Beats me. <laughs> it might be a little hard to know even if you've read it because it's kind of all over the place. A lot of sexy staring. <laughs> there is. It's mostly sexy staring and um, like kids acting like teenagers from an 80s uh, high school movie pretty much or maybe a 90s high school movie um it's kind of the same thing don't know <laughs> i i would say it's more like a cw show it, yes okay yeah so so like do you remember in in arrow where laurel is just like walking around when she's like i guess supposed to be drunk and she's just confronting people and <laughs> yeah. confronting people over and over she's the like entirety of she's like two. i can't believe you i can't believe you i'm so angry at you i'll never talk to you again and then she's like back and she's like i am so mad <laughs> It's like that. It's, it's pretty much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's short, so it's fine. Yeah, it is pretty short, so it's it's fairly easy to read. So we open the story um, with our two main characters, kind of. Rose, who is our heroine. Um, I, I literally didn't even know her name until um, three quarters of the way in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Her and, and and Vasilisa. Vasilisa the Beautiful. Who she just calls Lisa. Lissa. Lissa, excuse me. Uh, who she just calls Lissa. 
they've run away from Vampire Academy. They're best friends. Yeah, they're best friends. Childhood best friends. And Lissa is a vampire. We should talk about the categories before we go any further. Well, yeah, Lissa is a vampire and uh, Rose is a dampier or dompier or however you want to pronounce that. And uh, so that's kind of important to explain. They do they do explain it just a little bit later, but I'll go ahead and explain it now. Um, so basically, Vampire Academy, the universe, um, has these three classifications of vampire. You have the dampier who are half human, half vampire. That's, that's kind of a common, uh, vampire mythos thing. And, uh, so they have no special powers really. They have regenerative healing factor, enhanced metabolism, enhanced senses, night vision, enhanced memory, enhanced strength, enhanced endurance, enhanced agility, danger, intuition, species detection, uh, daytime walking, enhanced beauty. Enhanced beauty is one of their powers. That's kind of, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like someone who was a fan just like shoved that in there because everyone in the thing is beautiful or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So that's the Dampier. Then you have the Moroi. They're the primary vampire. They aren't what we kind of think of as vampires, though. I mean, they can go out in the daylight. They have all the things that Dampiers have, except they have social magnetism empathy um limited darkness adaptation so they prefer night but they don't have to limited daytime walking so they are able to walk in sunlight but they don't like it yeah supernatural beauty so they're really really beautiful hunger resistance so they don't have to kill the feed oh also compulsion uh they, compulsion they can is, people's minds compulsion i thought was just her power uh, i didn't think it was i think they're able to do it most most of them are able to do it to, to a certain degree. Oh, okay. That's but maybe. spirit users are the strongest. I see. So she must be spirit user. E so they, they have elemental abilities. Yeah, they well. each have elemental abilities. They each have elemental magic. Earth, so air, fire, water, spirit. And you only get one of those. So you you don't have planeteers <laughs> plus spirit. Oh wait, no, that's heart. That's just that's heart. essentially yeah, heart. Just heart. Aww. Yeah. So yeah, together they can form Captain Planet. I guess. <laughs> um, Summon. Summon Captain Planet. Oh, sorry, yes, yeah, summon. They don't. They don't Power Ranger <laughs> into I'm Captain mixing, Planet. I'm mixing my. Wait, analogies. they don't Shazam themselves in there, like. <laughs> that was only in Flashpoint. Okay. Okay. Fine. <clears throat> anyway, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full of orphans. I'm like a Russian nesting doll. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. So. The vampire, yeah, so each vampire only has one of those powers, um, and that gives them some magic so they can do things with that element. And so that's the Maroi. Then there's also the Strugoi, because they're the bad vampires. They're a lot more like what you would think of as a vampire. They're, like, super, super pale. They're, like, um, underworld vampires, they're, I guess. <laughs> they're, they're almost, like, feral, it seems, from what little we see of them. Nosferatu's. Yeah, it, they're not, they're the Nosferatu's. Yes. Except that they're not, because they're supposed to be unnaturally beautiful. Oh, uh, they're still supposed to be beautiful. Everyone gets to be beautiful in Vampire Academy, apparently. Mm -hmm. um, Drinking blood is sexy. That's why there's so much sex going on, or or thoughts of sex. I don't know. There's um, there's um, almost no sex going on so for something so sexy. Why there's so so many sexual glances going on? I guess. <laughs> um. The glances are all they need. They're just done. Yeah. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that was TMI for for vampires. So the Moroi can be born Moroi, um, and and just be a vampire that way. But the Shrigoi have to be made, and the way they're made, how are they made? Okay, if a Shrigoi drinks blood from his or her victim and then forces that person to drink Shrigoi blood, then that person becomes a Shrigoi. Or if you willingly drink the blood of a Shrigoi, you become one. You can only do that if you're a Moroi, unless a human or a Dompier willingly drinks from a Strigoi. As clear as mud? Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, if a Moroi purposefully kills another person while feeding, then that Moroi turns Strigoi? Yes. Okay. So, so the Moroi can, can intentionally choose to become um, Strigoi. And they will do that for immortality and um, increased power. Yeah, it's pretty much power and immortality. They can uh, heal themselves from pretty much anything. Yeah. So, and yeah, and the way they get powerful is by drinking Moroi blood. If a Strigoi drinks Moroi blood, they get like extra powerful. So they want, they want to kill. They're they're the bad guys of the whole universe, really, because they just want to kill the Moroi and drink their blood and stuff to be it extra powerful so. oh some spirit users like lissa will turn themselves if their power makes them unstable so if they start becoming crazy and that will relinquish their connection to their magic so they don't have to deal with the going insane slowly thing so they can just become strigoi and avoid that okay that actually makes this comic make a lot more sense <laughs> in a lot of ways. i wish we'd done that yeah um yeah they don't explain that in the comic itself so that's something we just learned yeah, because they do lose the magic. They lose their elemental magic when they become Strigoi, and they just become, like, you know, ad aggressive creatures, um, essentially. And so, I mean, they, they have their intelligence still. They just, mm -hmm. like, they're a lot more angry. They're a lot more evil. Basically, you just become more evil. Yeah, you just become more evil, really, is the thing. Um, so, yeah, those things exist. And Ooh, they, can, they, they have heightened compulsion, so they can do that mental thing better oh interesting that's kind of weird but okay so yeah so those are your classifications of vampire so our main character rose she's a damp here and her best friend is uh lissa and she's a moroi and she's also a princess of the moroi whatever that exactly i means. guess i mean from what i can tell there's like noble houses among the moroi there's like and she's in one of those but not all moroi are noble um what it's i don't know so yeah <laughs> they run away from vampire academy lissa's sustaining herself by drinking rose's blood it's very sexual it's it's very sexual but um, speaking of sexual, dude bro McSexy here shows up, better known as Dmitry Belikov. He is obviously Rose's kind of uh, dreamboat. Super for sexy love interest trainer, man. Yes. Uh, he shows up and he kind of drags them back to Vampire Academy, which is it's not actually called Vampire Academy. It's called like St. Vladimir's Academy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm going to call it Vampire Academy because it's what the series is called. I'm going to call it that too. Um, and it's funnier to me. So they get back to Vampire Academy. They're not punished because they're the main characters. So if they were punished, it would kind of end the book. So they're yelled at for a bit and that's about it. And so Rose returns to vampire training and Lissa returns to wandering around like she's in a dream. I She... She doesn't seem to have any goals or interests. She's a little um, untethered from reality. Yeah. She's just like walking around through rooms. 
looking at nothing. Yeah. And and she she's kind of drawn Chasing with butterflies. This, like, yeah. She's kind of drawn with this blank expression that just like makes it worse. Yeah, so. no, the way she's drawn um makes it pretty clear that she's like that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, points for that, I guess. But then we we meet a few characters. Uh, we learned that her uncle is uh there making sure she's okay. Uh he's he's dying from the mysterious vampire illness. Of course. Um, and because apparently uh you can't heal from everything i guess yeah apparently there are illnesses that even kill vampires uh so he's dying from that but you know it's cool i guess maybe he's being staked slowly in his sleep maybe he is who knows he's someone's inserted like small bits of of wood maybe he's being tattooed and in his sleep by by a silver stake okay okay and okay (laughs) then there's the best friend of lissa well not really the best friend because that's rose but their other friend their tertiary friend um what's her name again natalie natalie yes she's the redhead she's uh vaguely related in the comic to them right uh i think she is related because she has some tie to the uncle i'm not exactly the old man is is her father oh is it Mm -hmm. okay so there we go so they're like uh, Cousins, cousins right yeah so they're like cousins okay so, um, yeah, so they're they're kind of related, but also kind of friends. And she kind of just hangs out with them every now and then, uh, is uh, is really, really interested in everything they do. Then there's Mia, who is the mean girl of the comic. She's in love with drama and spreads lots of mean rumors about people and just pulls mean pranks and stuff. So... We've all met one. You know, or we've all seen one in a movie. Yeah, we've all um, seen one in a movie, definitely. Uh, there's like a point where she drops water on Lissa because her power is water. Ugh, that was super like, rude. Uh, it's like, okay. But like, honestly, <laughs> if she hadn't said anything, no one would have even known. Yeah. So yeah, she just goes around being mean and and that's about it. That's really all there is to her character, it seems like. There's... Some dudes who are there as well, believe it or not. Uh, there's Christian, I guess his name is. Um, he's like he he hangs out in attics. Um, <laughs> he wears. He's like the only person. He's the only vampire in this vampire academy who only wears black. He. Uh, That's not true, but yeah, <laughs> it is prominent. I mean, like some people will have black on them, but he wears like only black. He he, ha- he has this one <laughs> shirt that, that he wears all the time. Yeah. So. <laughs> he just wears his, his black t-shirt like everywhere. Yeah, every day. Everybody else changes clothes though. I think he wears it on like the prom scene even. Um No, he's wearing <laughs> he's wearing like a prom type outfit, but he oh. looks like he looks like a hobo prom. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's there. He uh he has some interest in Lissa, um but it's not said what for a while. And I assume he wants to murder her. Yeah, it's assumed that he's a bad kid because his appearance turned Strigoi on intentionally. Um, so. I definitely thought that he was a, he was the bad guy. And so I was yeah. like, ugh, this girl is such an airhead. They're definitely trying to sell him as being bad news. And Lissa should stay away from him. Lissa should stay away from him. <laughs> Which, you know, like, okay. I'm just trying to be a good friend. If this wasn't a young adult novel, then yes, she probably should really no, stay away from No, if she were the main like... character, then he would definitely be the guy she should stay away from. Yeah. But also, even if she's the best friend, she should definitely stay away from that guy. Yeah. But, um, and then there's, oh, I've already mentioned Dimitri, but yeah, he becomes Rose's trainer because he's another damp here. Um, 
So he's he's it's like in Divergent. Yes, yes, it's basically Divergent here. If you've read that sexy training montage. Yes, plenty of that. Um, and there's also her best friend Mason, mm-hmm. who's like perfectly harmless. Yeah, he seems like a nice dude. I guess he's um, not very important, of course. He, their relationship's pretty platonic, even though it's like also pretty close, but. But also, she doesn't seem to think about him when he's not right in front of her. So. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I kind of get a, like, a gay best friend kind of vibe. I would but... agree with that assessment, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's I mean, what they were no, going for, No, I mean, he, for, he honestly, comes into but... a room on the night of, like, the dance, and, and he's like, hey, party girl. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, not that you can't say that. It's just, like, he shows up, and, and he's like, you look hot in that dress. Let's go. <laughs> So, I mean, either they're on a date or they're not, and they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're so. really not. And that's that's pretty much the characters. So, most of the novel, there's not a lot going on. They just kind of wander around going through school stuff. Um, I guess I should say the point of the school for Dampiers. There's a vampire queen. Um, there is a vampire queen. She shows up briefly. Um to insult people. To insult people. Look down her nose at them. Queen bitch, we um, call her. Yeah, exactly. I mean, queen bitch, because everybody's super Russian. Yes. The point of the school for Dampiers is uh, to kind of get assigned to a specific Moroi. And if you fail to get assigned to a Moroi, you just kind of become useless, I guess. You become like a like a blood bag yeah you become you can become like a blood you become bag like and... a like an iv for some maroi to yeah, yeah. you kind of sit in, in a sad little room and get get fed on every now and then i guess which is like such crap because you should be like eating bonbons and like living living it up you know eating bonbons yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sure um you should be like bubble baths and like you know, only the best food and like, you know, every day's, you know, your last day. It's awesome. Yeah. They should do better for you is all I'm saying. But apparently, apparently for Maroy, drinking damp hair blood is like, is like awesome. <sighs> no. It's it's kind of drug-like and you, it's maybe like kind of a sexual experience almost. You know, there's a big rumor Mia spreading around about the fact that uh, Rose was probably giving it up for Alyssa while they were on the run. Um, it's, you know, it's very much like, you know, uh, slut shaming stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's considered like super gross. Yeah. So it's very much like, you know, the Scarlet Letter kind of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's just kind of like, you know, that girl's a slut. Yeah. To give it up for anyone. Gross. So, yeah, there's a lot of just a lot of school things and pranks and stuff. There's a really nasty prank of one character. We don't know who uh, keeps killing animals and then, like, leaving them in Lissa's room because it turns out Lissa can raise animals from the dead. Um, She has healing powers. She has very, very strong healing powers, which is extremely rare. Super rare. Extremely rare for uh, vampires. They keep drawing these parallels between her and St. Vladimir. St. Vladimir himself. Yeah. Yeah. Who um, had a shadow-kissed partner. Yes. Which... Uh, doesn't sound like it is yeah just means that like they can read each other's minds i think i i think it just means probably that that person was a dampier he's a dampier right yeah 
Well, I think it, 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 I think the idea was that she had the same power Rose and Lissa have, where yeah. they can read each other's minds, which I probably should have mentioned earlier. So they can read each other's minds. Yeah. It's not an actual intentional thing where, like, they're intentionally reading each other's minds. They just, like, slip into the other person's brain. It's actually super and, awkward. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes you're doing stuff and, like, nobody needs to be in your brain, man. Yeah, seriously. Super awkward. And, like... And that's why they're almost, like, creepy close. Yeah. I mean, like, Rose is not concerned about her own well-being at any point. She's just like, Lissa, 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 is Lissa okay? Yeah. Girl needs to worry about her own stuff sometimes. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah, so that's that's all happening. And then what it all builds up to is kind of really not that interesting of an ending, I feel. But um, turns out the sick uncle was like, oh, I'm going to... I'm going to make sure she has healing powers. So that's why, like, people were leaving dead animals in her room to see if she would heal them. Because he wanted to kidnap her so she could kill him from his disease whenever he needed it. Um, so he could end up running the family. Because that's that's his goal, is to run the family. Be the nobility. And, you know, not die. Yeah, and not die. Uh, so... Yeah, so he just kidnaps her. I don't know. I mean, it seems like he could have asked her and she might have, like, helped him or something. I really feel like that's exactly (laughs) true. Like, he was her uncle, so why wouldn't she? Yeah. Like, apparently it doesn't kill her to do so. I mean, extraordinary feats. It drains her, but, like, she can get it back. Yeah, she just needs to, like, drink some blood again and then she can do it again. So, Um, again, bad play uncle. Yeah. I I mean, poor strategy. Maybe you're not fit to rule. Yeah, seriously. Like, there's really no reason for him to be so evil. He just, like, was. It didn't do him much good. But then the then his his daughter, or is it his granddaughter? Um, I'm pretty sure it's his daughter. The uh, the redhead. Natalie, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, she turns Strigoi to, like, help him achieve this end. And they just kind of stake her. And it's over. And I don't... Do they kill the uncle? I don't even remember, um, actually. I don't really think so. He was like he he barely entered my attention. He was such like not a character. In no, no, they they uh, remember she goes to see him in jail. That's right. So they don't kill anyone. Right. They don't need to. And that's that's pretty much the whole story. That's pretty much everything that happens in this graphic novel. Now there are it is a series because it's this is an adaptation of the first book, and there's other adaptations of the other books. All right, so that covers uh, the. Well, the actual plot, so I guess we can go ahead and move on to what we liked and didn't like. So, shall we do our Infinity Gauntlet? Alright, so what would be your Infinity Gauntlet for this graphic novel? You know, I actually think that um, the ending was pretty good. I liked it. Oh, really? I liked how it turned out, yeah. Um, everything else, uh, up until, like, the point where she was, uh, kidnapped was basically garbage. <laughs> so, there's that. But, um, yeah, no, the ending turned out pretty well. It, it was a happy ending, mostly. Yeah. Yay! And they, they, they got me with that, uh, whole brooding kid in the attic thing. I, I thought that guy was evil, and then he turns out he was just a sweet kid who yeah. had only the best intentions and only evil parents. Don't yeah. worry about it. See, I, I the first time I saw him, I was like, "Well, he's obviously gonna be like a hero here. He's always gonna, obviously gonna be the one who helps her because they're trying to paint him as being like dangerous dude. So he's obviously not gonna." I just didn't think be... he seemed that dangerous. He was um... just like he seemed like a wimpy dude in an attic. <laughs> it seemed like maybe you know, like he's been sick or something. I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, I guess if it had turned out that way where he was a bad guy, I wouldn't have been all that surprised either. So I guess it was fine either way. Yeah. And, you know, I was glad that the main character didn't get together with, like, an adult. Because, like, stop. Oh, yeah. And that is something I didn't mention in the summary. Yeah, there might be a reason we didn't mention it. Um, Will we talk about it later? (laughs) I guess we don't really have any point to. I, I mean, that could be in the low points. (laughs) <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I don't have any specific Actually, feelings. That, that might be my okay, okay. <laughs> well, um, I also am really happy that I don't don't have to read a Vampire Academy novel, um, <laughs> in order to know what it's about. So I already know. Yeah. And thank you. Yeah. Um, I I got to read it in uh, like only a few pages, really. Yeah. You know. I yeah, it was it, it was a really quick. I read it in like an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you read it in about an hour. Um, it, it's a real quick read, so uh, I, I, that's probably a high point. It's it's pretty easy to read. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you need a Cliff Notes version, then um, you know the person who brought you uh, Shakespeare graphic novels can do that for you. <laughs> Sh- I guess. Shakespeare manga. Shakespeare manga. <laughs> Shakespeare the manga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a fun fact that we came across when we uh, were looking into the. Was it the artist? Yes, yes. it is the artist. It's Emma Viacelli. Um, fun fact, a uh, manga Shakespeare series, <laughs> yeah. which is amazing. And also fun fact, uh, Lee Dragoon, best name ever, first of all. And second of all, Fraggle Rock Comics. <laughs> yes. So just enjoy that. So the, the people have a pretty diverse uh, background working on this Certainly comic. they do. Uh, I'd say uh, for me, a high point is kind of the mythology. I was kind of fascinated by the whole Moroi, Strigoi, Dampier thing. I mm-hmm. think they could have played it up a lot more. That's some and texture they, to it. They, they might in later novels. I'll probably never find out. I'm sure they um, do. But uh, I, I found that kind of interesting, and that was enough to get me to be like, okay, I can read this comic. Yeah, world building, it helps. Yeah. Oh, oh, I have one. I have one. Okay. Uh, everyone's always, it, it's so like Russian centric or whatever. Everyone's always calling each other comrade. And I really enjoy that. <laughs> it's like, welcome comrades. And I'm just like, oh, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a holdover from vampires being in Transylvania or something. I don't know. Because it, it seems to take place in America. It's something we should point out. They seem to go to a mall in Minnesota at one point, maybe. Yes, in Missoula. In Missoula. Yeah, I just, um, I love Colossus, so, you know. <laughs> so this is like that. So it's obviously exactly like that, in no way. Okay, well, do you have any more negative, or Infinity Gauntlets? Well, in Mother Russia. <laughs> n- no, no, I have nothing. The Gauntlet Infinity's you. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, this probably seems a little too easy, but uh, do you have any negative zone points you would like to bring in? Any low points of this comic? It, it's the it's the sexy vampire feeding thing. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, vampires. I mean, seems like seems like there's a lot of people who find the feeding to be very sexual. I mean, kind of the general writing of the story is kind of just negative. The art is actually fine. I mean, it's not anything amazing. Everybody looks um, like a big, sexy baby. That seems fairly appropriate for this book, I feel. I suppose so. But, um, like, everybody's face is, is just so, like, 
Oh, I'm so pouty. Yeah, they do look very pouty. Ooh, ooh. What I don't like is that um, the main character and her love interest look like brother and sister, and it creeps me out. <laughs> that's what I don't like. They do look kind of a lot oh, alike. Oh, that's when we can talk about the love story, the magical love story. I guess we mentioned that it's like Divergent, I guess, but... Yes. I did mention that they do have clearly a love story going on, but what, uh, I mean, mostly they just kind of fight with each other and in a really unconvincing way. Yeah. And you know what? The the main character fights with everyone. So it's whatever, you know, it's hard to tell if she's getting along with a person. Although Mason just like slips under the radar. Um, her friend, her, uh, like low key gay friend. Yeah. Uh, he slips (laughs) under the radar by only saying pleasant things, I guess. I guess so. And, uh, yeah, so that's true. She does fight with literally everyone else. Even Lissa. Um, who is in her head. So, yeah. But it kind of builds to this point that's actually kind of unexpected, I feel. Because, like you said, it, she fights with everyone. It, it You don't really feel any chemistry between these two characters. Oh, there's clearly supposed to be chemistry with this, this like, dreamy Sam Winchester dude. I mean, obviously, yeah. Obviously, he's the dreamboat. I mean, whatever, he's dreamboat mixed sex hair. Yeah. Isn't that what you were calling him? <laughs> I was calling him dude bro mixed sex oh, hair. Oh, dude yeah. bro mixed sex hair. That works, too. <laughs> They're both good. Um, um Yeah. Yeah. So it builds to this point where when Lissa is kidnapped, uh, Rose is like, oh, crap, I need I, I need help to go get her back. So she runs to his room and like knocks on the door and he answers in like a towel, I think. Um, He's definitely not wearing a shirt, I don't think. And and they just like go at it. They just fall on each Full other. Force. It's ridiculous. <laughs> And um, they're like, they're, he's like ripping off all her clothes. And so he like rips off this necklace that she, that was given to her by Lissa's uncle. The evil uncle man. Yeah. He rips off the necklace and all of a sudden like they're kind of okay. And he throws the necklace out the window. <laughs> oh, okay. So he, he was wearing pants and a towel around his neck. So he like probably just took a shirt or a shower or something. Yeah, it would appear so. And he's just like. He's just like, dude, bro, make six pack yeah. right here. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, And like, look yes. at her face. She's so sweaty and red. <laughs> it's gross. It's yeah. gross. I do not like it. I'm going to turn the page now. Okay. I'm actually closing the book and putting it over there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so they just Everyone is always it. in a perpetual state of blush. Yeah, it's true. It is weird. Everyone seems to be blushing constantly. Um, they are pale though, so. But yeah, so he pulls he pulls the necklace off, and then they're kind of like, "Huh, what are we doing?" And so he throws the necklace out the window, and they're like, "Oh, oh my God, we almost just had sex. Why were we doing that?" Um, and it's because of the necklace, uh, as you can probably guess. The um, sex necklace. It's the sex necklace. Yeah. So the the uncle, <laughs> the, the dirty old uncle, the, the filthy minded little uncle, gave her this necklace, as he explains. To keep her busy all night long so that he can get away with Lissa. Ew, is that what he said? He says that. Oh, yeah. He's so like, I've ensured she will be busy until daybreak at least. Oh, that's black. Um, yeah, it is so gross. He intentionally gave her a necklace to have her have sex with this dude. Like, what is that? Oh. <laughs> uh, who does that? He's not her creepy uncle to be fair <laughs> yeah that's true he's someone else entirely his creepy uncle yes yeah. so that's not any less creepy <laughs> oh man i mean i get they say it's just like 
it's just supposed to remove inhibitions or something. Yeah, but that's, like, that's what they said. It's clear he was expecting a certain thing to happen. It's and a it sex did. necklace for sure. Yeah. So, like, whoever she encountered, she was just supposed to lose her inhibitions. Which I guess she did because she just... Although, it's, you know, did she lose her inhibitions when she punched that girl at the dance? Because she did punch a girl at the dance. It was that terrible girl. The Mia girl. Yeah, the Mia girl. Um, um, maybe but, she but was like, wearing the that necklace That just then. seemed like her personality to me. So I, it didn't even occur to me until just now that maybe? Yeah. Because she I, was wearing it. That's a, good, that's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. But it's not like she was, like, falling onto her, her like, you know, innocent friend. Like trying to trying to go at him or whatever yeah, so that that if she was wearing it at the prom then that's like even more emphasis on the fact that she's just really not into that dude yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean if if that guy's secretly in love with her i'm really sorry dude but um i'm pretty sure he's not yeah I, he seemed to be having a really good time dancing so. <laughs> yeah so the sex necklace kind of a low point for me cause, you like, know what? what i'm honestly gonna say i think it was kind of a high point not the sex scene but just like the fact that there is a sex necklace <laughs> is hilarious and i just needed i i guess i needed to laugh a little bit <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean honestly it it seems like it'd be really easy to hate this comic but um I have no yeah. such strong feelings. Yeah, it, it didn't really invoke strong feelings. It wasn't like it was so. I mean, there were there were points definitely where I was reading it, and I was like, <sighs> "Oh!" But I can say, okay, the two characters who I thought were the same person, and so I was confused about why he was acting schizophrenic. Yes. <laughs> um. So there are these two characters, these two male characters, and they're both um, redheaded dudes. One of them is her friend Mason, who we were talking about, who's just like a nice guy. And then the other one is this, like, real dick face. <laughs> um, yes. Who, like, at one point she's making out with this dude for no reason. Because she doesn't need her inhibitions or removed or a sex necklace in order to make these weird decisions about her life. Yeah, apparently. And then he says some, like, douchey stuff to her about, like, how, oh, you know, I hear, uh, what, what if I feed on you right now? You know, all damp girls do it, right? And yeah. she was like, no. Um, and then dude Rome makes sex hair appears <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> um, because he's been, clearly been stalking her or something, which is I, really disturbing. Yeah. But um, anyway, uh, I thought those uh, two people were the same person, the uh, guy she was making out with and her friend. And I was like, why isn't she mad at this guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, when, he, when he shows up a few pages later and is like, hey, let's go dancing. And she's like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and she was like, of course. <laughs> And it was like, okay, well, I guess you've forgiven him for being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was confused about why they were the same person. So maybe we could have differentiated their appearances a little bit more. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I made the same mistake reading it. And I realized, I, <laughs> I realized like after I finished reading it that they weren't different, that they weren't the same no, person. I had the same um, experience. But I, had I to did not know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did not know they were different people. And, um, but everybody is so like well, all over the place that it was like whatever. Yeah. Like her her behavior alone is just like a mystery. You know what she's gonna do next? It's like pff, I don't know. She'll probably try to have sex with a dude because of a necklace, yeah. or she'll start punching people, or she'll jump up on a bench and the bench will break and she'll break her ankle. Yeah. Or some random thing like that. Lots of bizarreness. Mm-hmm. Those are our negative zone points, I guess. 
And so let's go ahead and move on. Oh, to a new segment we're introducing here just for this comic. Uh, we wanted to do some dramatic readings just for you. So here is dramatic readings. I don't have a song for it. So we're, we're going to take a couple scenes here from the comic. So this first scene here is Dimitri and Rose. Um, so I'll be playing Dimitri and Megan will be playing Rose. And they are training together. My job is to get you ready to defend the princess and fight dark creatures, right? Yep. So tell me this. You and Lissa are at the mall and Strigoi comes at you. What do you do? Depends on what store we're in. Smoldering glare. <laughs> Fine. I'll stab him with a silver stake. Oh? Do you have a silver stake? Do you even know how to use one? Okay, I'll cut his head off. Ignoring the fact that you don't have a weapon and that he may be a foot taller than you. Fine, then I set him on fire. Again? With what? Ah! Swap! I'm punching a punching bag right now. This guy's a jerk, and I give up. So, comrade, what do I do? Stare. You run. And scene. And scene. Okay. All right. Now our next scene is uh, with Christian and Lissa. And Lissa has been going around using her powers. Mind powers. Her mind powers to control the way people think in the school. Mostly just to fix her and Rose's reputation as like skanks because they've been drinking each other's blood, I guess. Yeah. Or because she's been drinking Rose's blood. Uh, I guess she's been taking it maybe a little too far, and Christian is not very happy with her now. So uh, for this one, Megan's going to read Christian, and I'm going to read Lissa. I know what you're doing. What are you talking about? You know, with all your little friends, or should I say slaves? Dramatic stare. I have to go. Christian, wait. What? You won't tell anyone, will you? Facepalm. You're no different from any of the other royals. Maybe you're using compulsion to make me think you're a two-faced bitch. But I doubt it. And scene. <laughs> is, that, is that supposed to be... And I, I love how he like walks up to her and is like, is like hey, I've got to like tell you something i've got, I've got to have a dramatic discussion with you and then i'm gonna i'm gonna like um do that thing that you do in every anime and you like put your arm on the wall in order to confront someone with your sexiness yeah. or with your anger or something like that and then he just turns and he's like leaving the whole time he's just trying to leave like he keeps looking over his shoulder at her yeah. sexily i guess seductively or something he's like i'm trying to walk away but you're making this hard by not doing anything <laughs> oh goodness another dramatic reading here christian and lissa were just in a class and some guy was uh being insulting towards her so christian lit her lit him on fire with his fire magic um which he's a vampire so it didn't really hurt him much then after that they go up to their little attic area and they're having a little conversation lissa and christian are and uh, this is that conversation. You shouldn't have done that to Ralph. He was hassling you and Rose. And it's not like I heard him. I just scared him a little. Besides, this will shut everyone up about the fox. Don't make it sound like you did all this just for me. 
Attacking someone with magic is forbidden, and that's exactly why you wanted to do it. Those rules are stupid. If we used magic as a weapon instead of just for warm and fuzzy shit, Strigoi wouldn't keep killing off so many of us. Centuries ago, we used to fight right alongside our guardians, but we got complacent and forgot all the attack spells. Besides, you can't play innocent with me. You use compulsion on other people. All the time. I know. I've watched you do it. This isn't about me. If you say everyone forgot those spells, then how did you learn that one? Not everyone forgot. Mischievous smile. Like your parents? Hurt look. You don't know anything about my parents. And scene. So that's a bit of the um, banter that you can be expecting if you are <laughs> going in for a Vampire Academy uh, experience in graphic novel form. Yes. Okay, so do we have any games? I suppose we do. We're going to play Who Would You Feed On, Have a Psychic Connection With, or Steak out of all the creatures in this fantastic voyage. Yeah. You know, I was going to say Mia as probably be the one I would stake because, you know, she's just like so awful the whole time. But I mean, she's just kind of generic awful. I think the one I would rather stake is the not Mason guy um, <laughs> for for being so like, oh, all damn pair girls are into it, right? It's He's like, like not dude. even worth the effort. And his exit, his, his like haste <laughs> to leave was one of the best parts of the of the graphic novel because like he just like speed walks away as soon as Dimitri shows up. He's just like, I'm out. He's just like, like you look over and he's not there anymore. You know, there's just like a chalk outline. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay, well, I'm definitely choosing Natalie because, well, have we even spoiled this? We technically haven't, but I mean, it's a perfectly fine time to do so. So it turns out Natalie is the one who's been leaving animal corpses um, in Lissa's room to make her prove that she has healing powers, and she's doing it for her father, uh, obviously. And um, in the end, uh, Natalie turns into a Strigoi. Um, and normally I wouldn't go with such an obvious answer, but like, seriously, those animals did nothing to you. Yeah. You're a terrible person. You definitely deserve to be staked for that. I mean, like, sure. Prey on people. Whatever. I don't care. But, like, there was a cute little fox and a cute little rabbit that got hurt because of you, and I hate it. You're right. That's definitely who deserves to die. Mm. Okay, so then what was the next one? Maybe who do you want to feed on? Yeah. Man, that's that's tough. That That's actually <laughs> very tough because, like, eh. I mean, what is the effect of, of, of feeding on them? It's sort of... Basically, so it'd be like, it'd be like sort of like you had sex with this person only without the sex. Basically, yeah. Man. This is a weird category to pick. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, it, but it was like a vampire book, so. I mean, I guess I'd have to go with Rose. Honestly, I mean, like, there's just like no Do we one have else. to pick a Maroi? A Maroi? Yeah, or should we pick a Dompier? I wonder. I, I assume we can pick anybody we want, I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I would assume this is basically just like, who do you want to fake sex with? <laughs> Have fake sex with. Yeah. <laughs> Disturbing. I mean, you know, I guess it would be Rose if she was willing. Because <laughs> she's apparently not very willing, I guess. But I'd say you don't want to be on Rose's bad side. She might just come up and punch you. That is so um, true. <laughs> so, you know, maybe if you've like had fake sex with her, she'd be like cool with you. Yeah, I mean, like, um. she she does seem to get pretty dazed. But, like, 
you know, she's not going to do that with just anybody. She's obsessed with Lissa. It's true. Maybe she's wearing her necklace. Yeah, yeah, necklace. Necklace will solve everything. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> no. Everybody, I, I am not, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying consent is, or non-consent is okay if you have a sex necklace. Everyone. It is not. Moral of the story is that it's actually not. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'll go with um, the, like, weird addict guy. What's his name? Christian. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> okay. He's, he seems fine. I mean, he turns out to be fine. So I'm going to go with that. And like Lissa, I just like she's just wandering everywhere. And I just no, No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it can't be. I feel like it can't really be Lissa. Then the other choice is kind of the Strigoi girl. And uh, no, I, I don't want that. We, she, she deserves to die. So. No, I'm staking her. She's been taken yeah. out of the equation. So. All right, then. So who do you want to be psychically connected psychically with? Psychically connected with. Man, that is also tough. No, it's not tough because the answer is Mason. <laughs> I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, no. I'm going to be psychically connected with Mason. It seems like he has nice thoughts all the time. And he only does nice things. And he loves to dance. And that's fine. That's fair. Yep. Yeah. I think I'll... I, I think I might actually go with Christian, though, for that one. Oh. Um, because he thinks dark, brooding thoughts yeah. and hangs out in dark corners. <laughs> and you're into that? I, although he has a girlfriend now, so, like, you'd be privy to some, like, stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, man. Maybe I should go with Mason. <laughs> maybe you should. Maybe we should both go with Mason. <laughs> we'll just both go and with so Mason we'll on And so we'll just all one. be in one head. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I was actually considering saying the principal, because then you'd have, like, the test answers and stuff. <laughs> Um, Why would he specifically know the test answers? You never know. Is she? Ooh, maybe you she? should know the vampire queen's thoughts. Oh, mm, yes. Nah. Nah. She's she's too snooty. God, she's I think. terrible. I guess, I guess we're done with that. Okay. Well, I have one more, and it's: Would you rather be a Strigoi, a Dompier, or a Moroi? And I think the answers are kind of obvious. I mean, but we went with like you know the pros and cons of each thing. There are there are pros and cons. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know if you're Maroi, you have like magic. Mm-hmm. You're going with Maroi. I think Maroi sounds best. Yeah, to me, me. Obviously. Yeah. Although you have to deal with a lot of like dickish people because you're in the royal family. It seems like the Dompiers are just like hanging out together because they're norms. Yeah. They do have a lot in life that is not amazing. Yeah. But, like, frankly, being prey your entire life or being, like, in danger and being kept weak is not great either, which is what the Marai are. Like, they're... Yeah, they're not trained to use their They're not trained magic. to use um, oh. stuff, and they're not trained in fighting or anything. Like, and they're, like, littler than other people, it seems like. Like, thinner and, like, maybe a little sicklier for some reason. Yeah, actually, they almost kind of seem sickly. Yeah, because, you know, they're just hanging out indoors doing embroidery all day, I guess. Yeah. I have no idea what they do in their, like, Maroi school. Yeah, we actually don't see any of, like, the Maroi classes or anything. Maybe so. they're all in there together. I'm not sure. Um, I, it is weird. I don't know what they're doing at the I don't know what their goal is at this category. I guess they're just being trained in being royal family, like, so they're curtsying and um, shopping. <laughs> They do all seem to go to chapel or something, I guess. Or maybe that's history class. It's kind of blurry, actually. It seems to be taught by a priest, so I think uh, He's it's wearing a real funny outfit. All right, so I guess that about covers it um, for this episode of Vampire Academy. Make sure to uh, check us out, captainway.wordpress.com. This is the... 
been the Comic Cave Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you next time right here in the Comic Cave. Vampire interviews you.